When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This hour. We're going to be talking a bit of NRL. We are, are doing That's My Team. We've done it uh, so far with the Cowboys. Sam Revel of the Wobbling Jaw Sports Channel uh, has come on. He said the Cowboys are going to finish top four and win the Prem. Uh, Nick Briley, a uh, Tigers fan out of Sydney, says he thinks that they are on the improve but doesn't think they've quite got enough to make the eight. He's got them finishing uh, sort of around that 9-10 spot. Uh, we had Nick Tedeschi. Uh, from Sydney as well, talk Bulldogs. Again, he says uh, they're, they're missing a halfback uh, and it's a it's a, a process for them. Uh, he's got them finishing just outside of the eight, around ninth. Uh, we had Peter Lang talk the Panthers. He said definitely uh, they're definitely going to be in the top four. So uh, there we go. Those are some of the ones we've had on so far. Right now, though, uh, we head to uh, Japan. Yes, there are Warriors fans in Japan, and uh, this Warriors fan is a big Warriors fan. He is a warrior holic, you might call uh, you might call him, and he is part of the Warriors Anonymous uh, Facebook page as well. Zane Matsumoto, g'day Zane, how you doing? Good, my man. Good, my man. Matsumoto's name actually the real real name. That's the uh, Facebook name. The wife's maiden name there, mate. But uh, yeah, I'm definitely a Zane, and I am a warrior holic. You are a warrior holic, mate. Uh, you you definitely are. So let's talk warriors, mate, because uh, we've seen a couple of games now in preseason, and we know they've got the Knights coming up first game of the season. Uh, based on what you've seen so far, how confident are you for game one? Well, until we saw the game on the weekend, I was pretty bloody confident, um, to be honest. But that said, I watched the first um, 10 minutes of the Knights game and thought, geez, we're going to be in for a battle here because they came out with a hiss and rule, but ended up falling away as well. So both teams looked pretty rugged when they had their close to first um, first choice lineups on the weekend. So a bit of a lottery, but the the Warriors fandom, he says the, the Wellington home advantage will get us home Probably just. Yeah. All right, mate. Well, let, let's look at some of the players that we have uh, lost from last season. You and Aiken gone to the Dolphins. Uh, big loss from second row of centre. Dejan Arce uh, has gone to the Eels. Uh, Jackson Frey's been released. Alisa Katoa came back to bite us in that game against uh, Melbourne, of course. Uh, Jack Murchie's gone to the Eels, where it looks like he's going to start. Bern D- Murdoch uh, Messia has gone to the Dragons, where he's going to pick up a wooden spoon probably this season. Uh, Cody Nicarima has gone to the Dragons. Aaron Penne's gone to the Storm as well. Um, and Reese Walsh has uh, famously gone to the Brisbane Broncos. Um, out of those players, who upsets you the most to have lost? Dijon Arsley, without without doubt. All the rest of those guys, mate, we've we've either upgraded or we're definitely no worse off without them, to be honest. Maybe, you know, um, Ben Murdoch Masilla, from a cultural perspective, apparently he's a really good guy around around the, the um, team, but he hasn't really delivered on the field. But for me, Dijon Arsley, um, X-Factor, and by far the, the best kicking option we've had out of last year and this year. Yeah, I mean, the the thing that I guess you look at from a Warriors point of view is who's going to fill those centre spots. It's probably still the weak point of the team, is it? 
Yeah, well, we didn't have um, Aiken. I think they built him up to be a second row and got him to a physique that when they stuck him at centre towards the end of last season, he wasn't really capable of delivering anymore. Um, it's a clear, like I wrote down two two positions for me that we're really short of that are a worry, and one's halfback and the other's centre. So, yeah, we haven't managed to fill that centre spot for me. All right, well, let's look at the gains we've got. Mitch Barnett has come in. Uh, it looks like he's going to play more prop than second row. Uh, Jackson Ford as well, who's made a, a, a real splash, I think. Uh, we've also got Tamari Martin coming, Luke Metcalf, Charles Nickel Clockstead, Marata Niakore as well as coming, and Dylan Walker. Um, I don't think I've missed anybody there. Um, I mean, do you think that the, cl- uh, the, the, the the squad overall is stronger or weaker than it was last year? Um, I'm going to look at it from two perspectives. I, I would say from actually wanting to be here, wanting to deliver for the Warriors, we're out of doubt. Um, it's a stronger team. We had so many guys who were kind of drifters and making the most of the Warriors being in Australia there for, for a while, which we saw, you know, once they knew we were coming back to New Zealand, we, lo- we lost them. Um, I would say what we've gained is experienced, hardened professionals for the most part, other than Metcalf, um, and he's pure X factor. So I feel like we've definitely gained on what we had for probably the last two or three seasons. So from that perspective, I think it's a it's a win. It's a win. All right. Um, now you mentioned you thought that halfback was a place that we were uh, the Warriors were going to be lacking a little bit. Uh, but I look at halfback and think, well, you've got Metcalf there, right? Uh, you've also, of course, got Sean Johnson. Uh, Tamani Martin can play seven or six, uh, I, I believe. Um, and uh, there's the other kid that we got across uh, last Voltman. year from yeah, Voltman as well. We're on Voltman. So, what makes you think we're 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 light at halfback? So, nah, Volkman's the only genuine seven. Like he's actually a, he. He came up the system in um, Sydney as a seven. So I think long-term he's an option, but you'll probably find that it's going to take him two or three years to get to the point where he can actually play there. We're trying to manufacture um, Johnson into a a seven, but I don't really think it's in him. Uh, Metcalf's a six come fullback, so he's he's your X-factor running guy. They actually played him, according to Tamari Martin, at um, seven, even though he had the six jumper on the other day. I don't hate him as as a seven, but neither him or um, Tamari Martin have a recognised kicking game. So if, you, if your six is going to be your creative X-factor player, you, you're going to have to have a halfback in there who can really run the team around, but they've got to have that kicking game. Um, none of these guys have got a recognised kicking game. The only guy in the team who has is playing at nine. Yeah, yeah, it's, and, and Wade Egan, because I mean that that is a position I've always thought the Warriors needed to strengthen. I I mean I don't I uh, I I think Wade Egan's a good player, but you can't uh, you got to have a bit of depth behind him, and I and I don't see that we've got a heap of depth there, have we? No, well, see, I mean he's a I think he's really improved, and I could see him going to someone like um, the Panthers and taking them to a grand final because he's got the, you know, Cleary out there who runs the game and controls the flow. He just wants the guys giving them, giving him good quality ball, which he can, can do. But because we're kind of lacking in X factor, we're lacking in that game controlling seven. I think we need a lot more from him controlling the flow of the game. Like I I heard some commentary about him in the weekend saying that he actually had one of the best kicking games. And I think it was SG ball in New South Wales cup when he used to play five, eight for Panthers. Um, so maybe he needs to kick a little bit more out of um, dummy half there to, when we're you know we're not getting enough distance when we're kicking from our halves. But I agree, 
Um, he's not my first choice, and I don't think Lusick's looking like he's going to be the guy in the next year. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting because I know uh, you know Andrew Webster has obviously come from Penrith, and and as you as you rightly mentioned, um, so we had Wade Egan a couple of years ago, and I remember when he was brought over from Penrith, and I'm trying to remember who was that said it, but it was somebody, it may have even been Ivan Cleary. Uh, that said that Wade Egan for him was a young Cameron Smith in terms of his style of play, which got a lot of people excited. Do you, do you think we're starting to see that? Well, Webster said in an interview the other day um, uh, with the, uh, what were those guys' names? I can't remember, Ruin, the other guy, um, that he thinks he's a top four hooker in the game, which, you know, I've got to trust that there are a lot of pundits out there who know a lot more about the game do rate him. And I'll, I'll reiterate, if you put him in the right structure, I'm sure he would be he would stand out as a top four hooker. But it's just we need a little bit more of that, you know, to really grab. You look at Cameron Smith. For me, it was his ability to kind of just really turn a game on its head, influence the speed of the ruck, influence the referees, which we're not really getting from Egan quite yet. He's improving, but, you know, uh, if you gave me a choice of my top three choices for, for Warriors hooker, he wouldn't be it if I had an open checkbook and could sign anyone. Yeah, all right. Okay, well, uh, let's have a look at then your um, your Warriors 13. If, you, if, you, if you're selecting the Warriors uh, for game one against Newcastle, what's that 13 look like? Yeah, walk us through it. Okay, um, I did like Barnett at prop, um, particularly on defence. His, um, his aggression and his line speed there really brought something we haven't seen for a while. So, I'm going with that front three we had in the weekend with uh, Lake Barnett and Egan. Second, I'm probably going with but I thought Ford and Corbett um, actually showed a lot. I thought the um, the attacking ability of Ford was really something. Um, Oh, we're just you're just breaking up a bit. You're just breaking up a bit there, Zane. I don't know if you've wandered away from your router or what the story is, but you're just breaking up a bit. So, uh, do, do, do you want to have another crack at that? I'm going for Ford. Um, I really like him. He offered a lot on attack, um, all-rounded player. He kind of surprised me. Uh, and near quarter. Yep. And of course, you've got to have Tohu there. So that's your that's your pack, all right. Then uh, then and then who's the halves combination? Do we do we have like a, like injury not being an issue? <laughs> <laughs> who's who's available, mate? Who's available? Well, it's only it comes down to Volkman, Tamari Martin, and SJ. So um, in that case, you, Volkman I think is another year or two away from me. So you're going to have to go for SJ and Tamari Martin there. Okay, our centres. Who who's playing in the centres against Newcastle? Oh, mate. I mean, Vaila's definitely got to be there. Um, uh, I think he wouldn't be my first choice, but I'm going to give Williami the nudge just because the fact, the continuity, give him a chance to settle in there with his, um, you know, he's played a couple of games now there with Ford, I think, was on his side. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to run with him. Okay, Viliami and Vailea as the uh, the centres. Uh, on the wings, I'm picking Montoya's going to be one. Oh Montoya, he's he's probably my first pick warrior at the moment. Can yeah, you know, on the back of last year and this year's effort. Um, the wings another area of contention for me. Like a lot of guys won't like this. Um, we saw a great try from Dallin Watali with Hanyan in the weekend. 
he has a he puts in a lot of effort, but I just feel like he's a bit small on those carries off our line. He might hit the line hard, but very rarely makes too much of an impression. But then you've got Cossie who's got the size but not the hand. So DWZ's getting the nod. All right then. And that me that leaves the number one jersey. Chans, mate, how good was he on the weekend, mm. mate? That that guy's a definite upgrade for me for what the Warriors need right now from Walsh. Yeah, I'm having him every time. Perfect. All right, like it. I like it. So there's our there's our thirteen, and of course, we're in the number fourteen jersey is going to be Dylan Walker. All right. Uh, what about uh, one bloke at the club that you could chuck in the back seat of your car and drive to another club tomorrow? Who would it be? <laughs> um, I'm, uh, look, my persona this year is meant to be positive, balanced, and <laughs> um, you know, but I. I've got to say, SJ, mate, I'm sorry, you know, 13 years in the first half, seven of them came from him. Um, I, I was, mate, I gave him every opportunity to come out on the weekend and just blow my mind and say, look, I'm having a career season. And he did the complete opposite. So, yep. <laughs> Sean Johnson it is. Sean Johnson it is. All right. Uh, so that's answered that question. Here's another question for you. If you could... Take any player from the Warriors' past and parachute them into this thirteen. Who would you take? Who's who's still playing the game? No, no. Or any any time since ninety-five. Oh man, it'd have to be Stacey, without a doubt. Too easy, too easy. He's answered that question, yeah. all right. And then Zane, oh, I guess that leaves this question: uh, one to seventeen. Where are the Warriors finishing on the ladder this year? Oh shit! Um, it's. I still, I still like after seeing the SG ball game, seeing the the way the the guys played in the first trial. I trust that the effort and the fitness is there. Comes down to execution and just injuries and how all things fall together. Could be anywhere from eight to sixteen for me, but I'll mate, I'm going to say eight. It's going eight. Okay, I'll show a little bit of faith. Yeah, he's definitely showing faith. All right, eighth place for the Warriors. Zane, thank you very much for your time coming on and uh, and taking part in uh, that's my team, mate. Are you uh, any, anything you want to add? Um, I just yeah, you know, I'm just going to reflect quickly on that game against Melbourne. That if you took four players out of their team and Nelson, Asafa Solomona, Harry Grant. Um, Hughes and Munster, actually any of those three, you take those three guys out of any out of that team and put them anywhere in the NRL, in one club, including the Warriors, all of a sudden they're top four potential. Those guys have there's so much influence and experience from those sort of the, the Aspine and, and Nelson as a prop. It just shows you what the difference is going to be between the top four and the rest of the guys in this season. It's such a lottery below that, so that's why I have a little bit of faith. I think there are only probably three or four teams max who have every week. So that's why I'm faithful. We're going to get to eight. Yeah, good stuff, Zane. All right. Hey, listen, mate, thanks again for your time. Enjoy your season. Uh, we're for only about 10 days away from it all kicking off. I can't wait. Hey, well, one last point, mate. Hey, anyone who can get there to Wellington, please come to the game, mate. I, I'm, you know, Wellington's terrible for people turning up to games, but this is the first proper season we're kicking off in New Zealand in three years. Let's make it a big one for the boys at the Cape 10 on the third. Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan, Zane. Go well and uh, enjoy that opening game, mate. Uh, Thanks very much for your time.